everyone, my name is Eden and welcome back to the ADF Homefront podcast. Now I have to admit guys, I actually had another episode recorded, um, but I just wasn't feeling it. I didn't want to post it, I just was not feeling it at all. So here I am on the 1st of November, an episode was supposed to be released today, um, but here we are, I'm recording totally last minute. Um, because my crazy mind, pretty much. (laughs) So recently I took on a volunteer role um, and it's taking up a bit of time, but that's okay. I'm actually really, really enjoying it. Um, So yeah, and then obviously I have the daily runnings of uh, four boys, taking some time for myself and making sure the husband takes time for himself as well. So a bit of a juggling act at the moment. Um, So my episodes may not be as consistent as I would like, but that is okay. I'm trying to be kind to myself um, and I hope everyone else is being kind to themselves too. It's actually posting season at the moment, so I thought we could talk about um, and reminisce, well, I could reminisce on all the postings that we've had. Um, and I guess just providing that platform where we can all relate as, um, this is what it's all about. So since 2015, we have posted five times. Um, so yeah, we've had quite a lot of disruption, um, we still have not perfected the art of moving, I feel. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so the first posting was back in 2015. We actually moved from Darwin to Perth. Uh, we went to a personal location while my partner was deployed overseas two months after our firstborn. Um, So least to say, I am definitely the type of person who just moves on with it, doesn't really think about how stressful it's going to be, but I just, I'm the type where I just put up with it. Now, when we learned that he was actually going to be deployed about two months after our firstborn would be born, um, I guess you could say naturally... Um, and I think everyone sort of does this, Um, you sort of get blinded by the fact that um, like the money value of it. So um, whilst you're worried about your partner being deployed overseas and um, the sort of environment that they are going to be in, you know that you're naturally going to be consistently um, nervous about that and anxious and thinking about them and how they're doing. But you also, for me anyway, I sort of put myself on the back burner, didn't think about how I would feel about it. I didn't process my feelings. I didn't think about the stresses that I would naturally feel at all. I completely put myself on that back burner, thought about my partner And then naturally also, I guess, at that time, put a money value on it. So I was like, oh, well, he's earning an extra, you know, however much money per day. So 
yep, that will just obviously outweigh how I'm feeling. So I didn't actually, I didn't process at all the fact that um, we would be moving to a completely different state. Um, I would be moving my stepson out of school and we would have to find him a new school. He would have to make new friends. I would have to make new friends. Um, Lifting up our whole life and putting it into a new house, finding a house in that gaining location. Um, Obviously, when you move to a personal location, it is for the purposes of family being in that location to support you so there was that aspect to it but I really did not um put myself first so if there's actually quite a lot of pauses it's because I know that I'm actually going to really struggle talking about this posting um the personal location one um a lot of things happened during that time that we were posted to a personal location um, that I'm still trying to, um, I guess, process and work out. Um, so, yeah, if there's quite a lot of pauses and humming and hiring or a lot of ums, <laughs> it's because I am trying to compose myself, I guess. So you, you wouldn't be able to see me, <laughs> obviously. Um, But I am trying very hard to compose myself and be open. So please bear with me in this episode. Um, Yeah. So anyway, let's crack on. Um, So yeah, when you obviously move to a personal location, it is for the purposes of support while your partner is deployed. Now, We were actually going through court proceedings with my stepson's mother at the time, which was a huge stress um, throughout my entire pregnancy. I didn't really get to enjoy my pregnancy, unfortunately. Um, So unfortunately, I did not get to enjoy my pregnancy. It was my first one. Looking back... I do wish that we were not going through those stresses. I'm not saying I regret it because it was for the safety of um, my stepson. But, you know, on the flip side, it was my first pregnancy and you are allowed to enjoy your pregnancy and your time. Um, And it is okay to feel that you are allowed to enjoy that first pregnancy and obviously your firstborn. It's a time that you're never going to be able to get back. Um, So I guess if there is some advice that I could give to any future mamas out there or any mamas that, um, well, maybe not mamas right now, but in the future, if you can try and minimise the amount of stress Um, and things going on in your life, I highly recommend that. I'm not saying that um, I'm going to live in that moment for the rest of my life, but it is something that I am going to remember for the rest of my life. And unfortunately, 
I cannot change. Um, so, yeah, it did, looking back, it actually took a huge toll on me mentally. Um, so during my pregnancy, we were going through the court proceedings the whole time. Then my partner had to go to Papua New Guinea for almost a month. That was late in my pregnancy too. So I had to attend a court date on his behalf um, and face the stresses of dealing with the lawyer, dealing with his ex-partner and facing his ex-partner in court. And that was incredibly hard um, and very, I was very emotional um, and it definitely was not the best. So yeah, there's one thing I can recommend. Try and reduce those stresses and be kind to yourself as well. It wasn't something that we could avoid because it was for the safety of him. Um, but if you can, definitely recommend to try and yeah reduce those stresses that can pop up in life. If you can, obviously. Anyway, moving forward. So we knew... Well, I didn't really process it, but so I sort of feel that um, this is just how I naturally am. I feel almost a little bit selfish that it seems to be just how I was feeling um, and the experiences that I went through. Um, but please don't take it as I'm being selfish or anything along those lines. Um, well, I guess I just want to say... I am not meaning any of this in a selfish way. It's just really hard, I guess, for me to grasp that I am the only person talking on this podcast and I'm not having a conversation with someone to get their perspective or everyone that was involved throughout the, those times that I'm talking about, um, they're not talking back and how they felt and their experiences. So that's actually really hard for me to sort of grasp Um so I will mainly be talking, I am mainly talking from my perspective and how I was feeling um, because I really, I really don't want to talk on anyone else's behalf or how they were feeling or what their experiences were. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to quickly mention that. Anyway, so... We were going through our first pregnancy together, um, found out that my partner had to go to Papua New Guinea for a month. We did try and get that pushed back or even um, to the point where it wouldn't happen at all. And if they could source someone else to go to Papua New Guinea, as I was heavily pregnant and we had a court date coming up that we had to attend in person. Um, it was a very important court date because we were going to be moving a couple of months later to a personal location whilst my partner was deployed. Um, now, the reason why I wanted to go to a personal location was for extra support, to have a support person. Um, so that's what um, that's what I believe I really needed in that time and what my stepson needed as well. So we had to go. We did need to go to that court date to discuss this and the movement plans and I guess also to 
and also to seek permission from the biological mother. Now, the court date was set during the time that my partner would be away in Papua New Guinea. We attempted to get it completely. We attempted to seek if someone else could replace him and go on his behalf. Unfortunately, um, it was a firm no. So my partner had to go to Papua New Guinea. I was, I think I was about seven and a half to eight months pregnant at the time. Um, And he had to head on off to Papua New Guinea for a month. I ended up acting on his behalf during that court date, um, which meant that I had to talk to um, our lawyer. And then I also had to face um, his ex-partner, which was incredibly hard as we do not have the best relationship. Uh, We never really have. There is quite a lot of tension between us. Um, Now, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That is completely fine as there is a lot of history and a lot of things that have happened um, during the time that we've all known each other. (laughs) So, yeah, I think naturally that's just going to happen, unfortunately. Um, So that was looking back on it. I really did not process it during the time. I just, as per usual, cracked on and got it done with. When I look back on it, the problem is, is because I never took the time to process it and I just kept moving on with it and I kept cracking on. It was, it's sort of just like a bottle that's got so much pressure inside of it and it's just building up and building up and building up and building up. And then one day that lid is going to pop. Um, so yeah, as you can imagine right now, the bottles, just the pressure in it is just building up and building up and building up. And then you add in just the hormones that come with pregnancy. Like our bodies are absolutely incredible what they go through. I've honestly, the amount of trauma that our bodies go through carrying a little bubba and a beautiful life it's just absolutely outstanding how well we do. Um, so kudos to us. <laughs> um, anyway, so we ended up being approved that um, we would be moving to a personal location while my partner was deployed, which ended up being for eight to nine months. Um, so we ended up moving, I think it was less than a month later. It was literally just before I was due to give birth. Um, so we moved down to Perth, we packed up everything. Now I remember that day so vividly and I will never ever forget it. The day that we did uplift, I had the worst headache. It was it was one of those splitting headaches that it literally feels like it's going the middle of your head. Um, I was exhausted. I was emotional. I had the worst headache. I definitely had not drank enough water. Um, and we were driving to our temporary accommodation once uplift had been completed and we got back to the accommodation and I pretty much just passed out from exhaustion and the amount of stress that I had just put on my body. Um, Now, not to say no one else was stressed because I am 100% sure my partner and um, 
our son was definitely exhausted too. Um, but like I've said, I'm only going to speak on my behalf. Um, so yeah, we ended up moving to Perth. We got to the personal, we got to Perth, um, and we were with our support person for a little while. Now I'm not going to mention who our support person is out of respect for them. It comes to delivery day and I remember the removalists unpacking all of our boxes and then it got to our bedding. I still have a picture of it. (laughs) Um, So our bedding just gets thrown on the front lawn like it's not our personal it's like it's not our personal stuff or anything and it's completely just broken and in pieces. Now I completely get that when you move things are going to break and I know that there are things in place to get it replaced and I know that it wouldn't be at our cost but it's still really hard to see your stuff on the front lawn of a house that you've only just become familiar with broken into pieces thrown across your lawn like yeah the the mental side of it I think sometimes and I do it too because I didn't do it in the time you don't process it you don't think about the mental you just you think about the action the action action so anyway obviously we were reassured that it'll all be fine and it will get replaced or we will get the money value back so yeah Anyway, crack on pretty much. (laughs) So off we go and crack on. Um, And as we're doing the downlift, we noticed that there were quite a lot of items missing. Um, And then we actually learnt that um, our container had been completely unpacked and shared with someone else's stuff. So we ended up losing through that removal some beds and we moved... um, We lost our bench press um, as well. So, yeah, that was quite stressful, as you can imagine. Now, not saying I'm ungrateful, but I'm just going to be 100% honest um, and people can take it however they want. It was just really crap, pretty much. So I'm heavily pregnant and all of that's going on. So we do the um, downlift and then literally like a week later my partner is on a plane for deployment. Um, I did not process it at all, just crack on, just get the deployment done um, and off he goes. So guys I'm actually really struggling to talk about this because it may it still makes me very emotional because so much happened during the time that my partner was deployed so much so many outbursts there was anger there was frustration there was crying um yeah it's just it's really hard to talk about (laughs) um so please bear with me if it seems a bit everywhere so yeah we um so before my partner went away It was, I think it was two weeks prior to my partner being deployed. Uh, My support person went through something that um, you only go through once or twice in your life. Um, And it's quite, it's quite a lot to go through. So that 
naturally impacted my support person and their capacity, which is completely fine. But that meant that my support person wasn't able to give their 100% towards supporting myself and my family. Now, I'm not saying that they did not support me at all or they didn't do a good enough job. They certainly did the best that they could do given the circumstances. And I did the best that I could do given the circumstances as well. So, and then later on in the deployment, uh, we actually lost a loved one as well. So these are things that get thrown into the works that I feel just don't really get considered by the employer. I feel like it's not... There was just, there was no one there to support myself and my family. Perhaps I didn't reach out as much as I could have. Um, But during that deployment, I went into a very dark space. So I ended up getting full custody of my stepson. um, And that naturally was really difficult from both perspectives. Now, um, coming from a step-parent's perspective, It's really hard because you literally sit there and battle with your mind day in, day out, how you're going to parent them because you don't have that natural connection that a biological parent would have. And I feel like I can really say that given I have my own children now. I'm not saying that I don't love him just as much. What I'm saying is, is that it's really hard to discipline a stepchild it's really hard to try and be on the same page as what the biological father and the biological mother would be on and also when you add there's more to add to it where there the biological mother and the biological father are on completely different pages when it comes to parenting And when it comes to the rules side of things, so you've got one side where it's very relaxed. Um, I wouldn't say relaxed, actually. I would say there really isn't any rules. And then you've got the other side where it would come across quite strict. So that's hard in itself. (laughs) Um, So from my perspective, you naturally get given the evil step-parent hat pretty much. Um, now, I I was trying to educate my stepson as well um, and create some structure in his life as well as ensuring that we are getting um, him to his visitations with the parent. Um, and then there would be times where the parent wouldn't rock up and the parent wouldn't or would be late. Um, So then the aftermath of that, once he had spent time with his parent um, and then me dealing with the when he comes home and sort of processes what happened, that was really, really difficult because naturally they're going to take it out on you. So during the whole deployment, um, we faced some very, very big battles and a lot of defiance um, and just naturally a lot of conflict between myself and him. 
Now, I'm not saying that he was a bad child. I'm not saying that I was a bad parent. I honestly, hand on my heart, believe that we really tried the best that we could given the circumstances, but I could have likely handled things a lot better. But in saying that, that first eight months with my son, um, really looking back on it was not the nicest and I really did not enjoy it. And they are eight months that I can never get back. And given that it lasted beyond that eight months to about a year and a half, two years um, due to my postnatal depression and where I mentally went after my partner returned from deployment and then when we got posted back to Darwin, it didn't just stop at that eight months. It never it never stops when they return from deployment because you're going onto a different page essentially. So you've got to you get yourself into this nice little routine and then your partner gets back and naturally that routine gets disrupted because you've got another parent's perspective on how things should go or should be run or whatever it may be. Um, and then it's trying to figure out how that that person that's been deployed for the eight, last eight months fits back into the dynamic. So, yeah. Um, anyway, I went off on a bit of a tangent there. So during the time that my partner was deployed, my support person was going through some really big things as well. We were there f- for each other. Um, there's naturally some conflict there as well. Um, and again, it's that pressure that's building up in that bottle and it's waiting for that bottle top to just pop. The eight months that my partner was deployed, I did not reach out to anyone. I did not have any friends. Um, If I did have any friends, uh, there was only a couple and we would just talk via social media means. Um, And then I had family as well, but obviously they've got their stuff going on in their life as well. So I really did not make time or even think about it because I was so caught up in this new parenting world as a a step parent as well as a a mother to this newborn there are no instructions that come when you have a newborn child as we all know and there's no instructions when you have a 5-year-old stepson um so that was It was really hard from both perspectives. I um, wish I had done some things better. Like I didn't handle my anger very well. I didn't handle my sadness very well. You don't take care of yourself. It really impacts everybody. And it is so important when you, you're not being selfish when you take care of yourself. And that's something that I'm really trying to learn and Trust me, I do not have it down pat. <laughs> like I I am so far from having it down pat, but I am trying to actively at least once a month or every couple of weeks trying to remind myself that if I do not take care of myself first, I cannot take care of anyone else because it is going to show that cap is going to come flying off of that pressurized bottle 
And it is going to show and it's going to, it's like water, like the water in that bottle is going to spray everybody. Now I'm a very visual person, so (laughs) bear with me in my little explanations and I'm no expert or anything, but this is just how I feel. I feel that there's water in this bottle, there's so much pressure um, and that cap came flying off about three months into the deployment and water just splashed everyone that I knew in my life. So I did not take, yeah, I didn't take time for myself. I didn't make any friends while we were in Western Australia. I didn't go into any mum's groups. I didn't even attempt anything. I literally would sit in my room every day with my newborn and I would um, have him on a play mat and the TV would be running pretty much all the time. Um, So, yeah, it was a very lonely time for me. Now, my support person... um, worked every day Monday to Friday and was there on weekends but at the end of the day it doesn't entirely come down to that support person to be there for you every breathing minute and it's also not healthy for either party so um, looking back on it I really wish I had have gone out and tried to make friends I wish I had of even reached out on social media platforms um but I really I really didn't I went into this really really dark hole where it became all about my son and battling myself how I deal well how I parent my stepson it was a whole new world to me getting full-time custody of him um Every day I would take him to school and then I would either go and spend money and go shopping um, or we would just sit at home and I would put my son on a play mat, play with him and watch TV and the hours just went by. Then I would pick up my stepson from school, come home and try and get him to do homework Um, but there was a lot of defiance in that where he wouldn't do it. He would act out. He wouldn't listen to me. Um, I'm not the biological parent of him, so that naturally is going to happen. (laughs) Um, Really struggled with that um, because I really feel that I wasn't able to enjoy my first eight months with my child. Um... So then my partner gets back for Rockle and we really, really felt like a family. Um, We were spending time with each other. It was really nice to see him with his son. It was really nice to see him with our son. Um, And it was just an incredible two weeks. It was really, really nice Um, because we never really got to experience that. We We got two months of that real newborn phase and then my partner was off on a deployment. So I hadn't actually got to see the interaction between our child and him at all because obviously our child had grown up now and he was more interactive. 
So that was really nice. And then he went back for the deployment to finish it up. And then when he got back, it was, all right, now we have to get go back to Darwin, which was the posting location. Um, and then there we go again. It was trying to find a new house. Then once you find that house, you've got to find the local school. Then you've got to enroll in that local school. Then you need to find daycare. I was returning to work after taking a year of maternity leave. Um, and then I had to end up going back to work early uh, because the employer wasn't happy to extend for an extra month. Um, so, um, and then I look back on that and wish that I had have had a full year with my son. But yeah, it's just, it's all these little things that add up that you just don't really think about until after. So we get back to Darwin um, and I'm back at work full time. We've got our little one in daycare full time. Um, and then the eldest is in school. So we're all off doing our own thing Monday to Friday. And um, once again, not really making any friends. Um and not really trying to either because we are just so exhausted. And when I look back at it, a little burnt out, I think. I think just really, really burnt out, but we didn't recognize that at the time. So then I found a new job, which I was just absolutely loving. It's just you, when you move around so much, you fall into these patterns where it's pretty much just kids are at school or daycare and you're working full time. Um, you don't think about all the little things that you've done in between where you've gotten a new school sorted. You've had to fill out all the paperwork. Then you're not comfortable with the daycare that they're at and then you have to find a new one. Then the first year of daycare with a little one, I very quickly learned you're pretty much sick for the whole first year of it because they catch everything and when I say everything it is literally everything I have never taken off taken off so much sick leave in my life from work then you're sitting there worrying about what your employer is thinking do they believe me because I've taken off so much time <laughs> for this child do they even believe me anymore that this child is sick like are they gonna think that I'm faking it so you just, and that's so natural to think these things, like you just naturally go into a war zone in your head about what's my employer thinking, but I need to be there for my child. And then you forget about your partner, like in that, all the things that are going on, your partner and yourself, what were you before the children? You were a couple. You loved each other. You spent time with each other. And I found ourselves just slowly, naturally drifting apart because daily life gets in the way and your children obviously come first in your head. Your priority is your child because they're vulnerable and they rely on their parents to be parents and you are a mother. So, but you, we really do forget what was before these children? It was us. What was before us? It was me. Who did I take care of? Me. And you stopped doing that. 
So I'm pretty sure I'm just going to leave it there for today. Um, I'm going to do some more episodes because we have posted um, five times in the last seven years. So um, over this posting season, I'm going to talk about our experiences in that and what I went through mentally um, and how hard it's been. Um, So yeah, I'm just going to leave it there for today about our posting to a personal location um, and how it was. If there's one thing I can say, guys, try not to allow, um, try not to allow the fact that you're being told to go live somewhere else, get in the way of you and your partner, you and your children. Um, and you as a family Um, and if you don't have children you and your partner you're still a a couple Um, and that's one thing that I really believe that I allowed to get in the way was the stresses that come with moving finding a job elsewhere Um, I feel like I allowed that because we moved to a personal location while I was whilst very thankful to Defence for doing that for us, there's other things that there's other negatives that come with that. And I allowed those stresses to get in between myself and my partner, myself and my children. Um, and I went down a very dark hole in that time very quickly. I did not feel supported. Um, I felt like it was all about the member and it was all about the deployment and defense pretty much. Didn't think about myself, didn't think about how I was feeling and you just really feel like you don't have a say pretty much and you just got to crack on with it and not talk about it and get the hell over it. (laughs) That's the mindset that I went to. Um, But yeah, if if there's one thing at the start of this posting season is Try and enjoy those moments with your family or with your partner. Try and embrace them as much as you can and try your hardest. I know it's so, so hard while you're going through a removal and uplifting your entire life and taking it to a brand new state that you may not even know and is completely foreign to you. Try and not allow that to get in between you, your relationships with everyone else and your mental well-being. You are important. You deserve to take care of your mental well-being and your physical well-being and who you are and try and stay true to that and not allow a workplace to influence that. Try not to allow the circumstances that you're going through influence how you think and how you feel. I'm not saying I'm perfect at it. I am most certainly not perfect at it. And I think it's very human to allow things to impact how you manage things and how you're feeling at the time. Um, And just when you are struggling Try and pause if you can and allow yourself to feel and allow yourself to feel those emotions and get it out. Try and not let it bottle up inside of you or 
if you're a visual person like me, don't allow that bottle to become so pressurized that the cap comes flying off and just really try and remember who you are, who you love and spend quality time with those loved ones, especially given we are coming into the busy time as well of Christmas and New Year's and if anyone has any birthdays, um, try and enjoy those moments and spend that quality time with those loved ones. It is so, so important. Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up there. And um, if you want to share any of your experiences or um, what you're going through, please head on over to the ADF Homefront Instagram page. I also have the ADF Homefront Facebook page um, where those comments are open. I'd love to hear from you guys on those social media platforms. Um, and until next time, um, this is a place where we can all just relate.